Welcome to Education Beat. I'm Ann Vasquez, Executive Director of EdSource. Districts across California received millions of dollars this year in federal and state COVID relief, funding that's designed to address the impacts of the pandemic. Under the law, districts can hire more teachers, tutors, and counselors. They can purchase technology such as tablets and Wi-Fi hotspots. They can even invest in COVID protective measures like masks or ventilation upgrades. They also can use the money to pay for programs that address learning loss, including after-school and summer activities. One California district, Lodi Unified, spent a big chunk of its federal COVID dollars on sending students to a two-week summer camp at a local university. It was a little bit of a lift to do something new, but a credible opportunity for our kids to get a feel for how fun and how engaging college really is. How can districts get creative with their COVID relief funds? Here is this week's Education Beat with host Zadie Stavely. Summer can be pretty slow in Lodi if you're a teenager. There's the pool, there's pizza night at the teen center, and there's phones and social media. But this summer, 240 high school students from Lodi Unified escaped boredom by spending two weeks at the University of the Pacific. They lived in the dorms and took classes on topics like music production, filmmaking, business investing, 3D animation, and virtual reality. We created a virtual reality world. We made augmented reality, 3D printed. Clara Brianza Larson is going into ninth grade. At the summer camp, she enrolled in a course called Innovating with Purpose. Me and my partner ended up making like an art museum. So it's like you could walk around in this little art museum. So we basically just made all these little like statues and all these pictures. So it's like you'd walk around as if you're an actual art museum. Clara found she could do things she didn't think she was capable of before. Before, I would never have thought like creating something like virtual reality would have been that easy, I guess. Like, I would always assume that it'd be, like, way too hard to do, but really, it wasn't that hard. Like, we just had to put in, like, a couple little images. We could even put videos in the worlds. And so it was actually really cool and interesting. This is Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools. I'm Zadie Stavely. This week... Summer camp on a college campus. Lodi Unified spent almost $800,000 of its federal COVID relief funds to send students to the University of the Pacific's Summer High School Institute. Students took college classes taught by university professors, and they got a taste of college life. For Clara, that was one of the highlights. We would have like all these like activities. So one of the things was like the paint and sip where we could go and paint and we had Capri Suns. There was always like some sort of like sports. Um, we could also swim in the pool. And it was like really fun to go do that because the pool is really deep. So everyone had fun with that. Clara and her friends even threw what she calls pretend parties in their dorm room, just like real college kids. We would just have a bunch of snack food and do like either karaoke or play video games or just like talk with each other. A lot of students wouldn't have this opportunity if it hadn't been for Lodi Unified paying the bill, which is $3,300 per student. 
My colleague Carolyn Jones has been following Lodi Unified's spending on COVID relief and wrote about this summer camp for EdSource. Hi, Carolyn. Good morning, Sadie. So what did you see at this summer camp at University of Pacific? What I saw there were about 300 high school kids, including 240 from Lodi Unified, spending two weeks on a college campus, living in the dorms, taking classes taught by University of Pacific professors, getting to know each other, playing uh, sports after class, throwing frisbee on the lawn, basically doing all the things that college kids do. And did you, were you able to sit in on some of their classes? Yeah, I did. I sat in on a bunch of classes and the kids were super engaged. Um, I sat in on a class that was kind of like a maker class where they were learning all sorts of things like 3D printing and, you know, all sorts of things along uh, uh, modeling things online and then creating things themselves using these sort of fancy sewing machines, graphic design, video, using video that they've shot from drones and integrating it all into video production and so forth. Um, it was really, really impressive. And UOP has some really kind of top-notch technology that the kids learned how to use. They also went to a music class that focused on production and kind of walked kids through all the different steps, you know, from, from writing a song to writing lyrics to how to produce it to how to market it, how to deal with licensing, how to get it disseminated out there. So that was really cool. And there was a lot of kids enrolled in that who were really interested in that. And I sat in also on um, eSports class. And of course, my first thought was, what? Video games? They're playing video games all summer? <laughs> I don't let my kids do that. <laughs> but they had kind of turned it into an academic subject. The professor, I talked to the professor and they were learning about sports marketing and Kind of a lot of business concepts, how to use your gaming skills to get a job in IT, like what skills are transferable to the workplace, and also kind of general teamwork things, collaboration, competition, how to work together to solve a problem, that sort of thing. So it was really interesting. And again, the kids were super engaged. I know you interviewed several students. What did they share with you? Oh, they were just really excited. Most of them had never really been away from home before for this long, two weeks, a lot of them had never been on a college campus before, so that was a big deal. For every kid I talked to, they never would have been able to do this if it hadn't been free. Their parents were not in a position to pay for this. So it was really an opportunity for them to get a really top-notch college camp experience that they would have never had otherwise. And all the things that go with that, the social stuff, the academic stuff, um, plus it was just really fun. And nice, I think, for them to get away from home, too. And especially after distance learning and after kind of a hard year of having lots of COVID absences and stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these kids had been either stuck with remote learning, not the previous year, but the year before that, or had families that were deeply affected by COVID, you know, families out of work or lost a loved one or so forth. So a lot of kids had been really... Um, you know, suffered kind of adverse effects from the pandemic and that, and, you know, mental health as well. And um, in fact, that was one real reason that the district said that they wanted to do this was that they really wanted to give kids something to kind of sort of a treat, a bonus, something special. Mariah Wary oversees COVID funding for Lodi Unified. Until recently, she was a teacher in the district. She says that students reported a lot of mental health concerns last school year. 
kids are self-reporting more than I remember them ever doing in the past, seeing that, you know, they're they're not quite sure why, but they just don't feel as invested as they did pre-COVID. And, you know, other kids are saying things like, I'm so happy to be in school, you know, and you see a bit of that genuine, like, you know, just excitement about, you know, hugging a friend or, you know, or, or even hesitation about hugging a friend or is it or looking to teacher to say, is it OK if we fist bump, right? Like, what are the parameters in which we can interact? So the district wanted to do something to get kids excited about learning again. Of course, we we had concerns about what is a post-COVID era summer program with a residential stay look like. We just kind of came to the table and said, this is a time to try to wow some kids. And this is a time to try to celebrate that we get to come together again and that we feel safe enough. They wanted to invest in something that would both help students' mental health and boost their learning. When you look at mental health programming, you're looking at things that are new and exciting that maybe take you to a new space that provide a social and an academic component. And so when we were looking at what kind of programs we might put together, that mental health component coupled with learning and new, it just seemed like the right ingredient at the time to tackle that big word, mental health. Mariah says a lot of the students who applied to the program are incoming freshmen, like Clara. Students who, on top of all the COVID-related challenges they've faced, are now facing a big new challenge, preparing to start high school. And so those freshman students made up, you know, a larger portion of the population. But one of the things when I spoke with them, they continually said, this was such a great opportunity to make friends before I actually had to be on a high school campus. It was a little bit of a lift to to do something new, but um, a credible opportunity for our kids to get a feel for what how fun and how engaging college really is. Carolyn, how much funding did Lodi Unified receive for COVID relief? Lodi Unified received a total of $131 million for COVID relief. So far, they've spent about half of it, and they expect to be able to spend the full amount by the deadline, which is um, August of 2024. The camp at University Pacific cost the district $800,000 to send 140 kids to camp for two weeks, and they expect to be able to do that for the next two years with the COVID money. And then after that, they're going to try to hope for some sort of sustainable way to fund it and continue doing it because it's been such such a success. And how did Lodi Unified decide on this particular summer camp at the University of the Pacific? Well, it's a new program. I think they just started it this year. It's its first year. And it's close to Lodi. It's in Stockton. And Lodi Unified encompasses the northern part of Stockton. So it wasn't too far away for kids to go. And It's a real college possibility for students who live in that area. You know, there's Sacramento State, there's Stanislaus State, you know, and but there's also UOP, which is this beautiful campus in right in Stockton. And so I think from UOP's perspective, they're trying to do more outreach with kids and students who live in the community. And for students in Lodi, it was a real opportunity to experience this kind of highly rated university right in their backyard. And whether or not they go to school there, ultimately, at least they have two weeks to experience it. Are summer camps like this within the category of helping to recover from learning loss or? 
Yeah, this was under under the learning loss category, and you know, for allowable expenses for COVID funds. Um, also, kind of under the mental health category, but mostly learning loss because it was academic, and the students were learning from university professors, and the subjects that they studied were all sort of in line with things that they're studying in school, or sort of complemented what they're studying in school. There was a whole slew of business courses, and there was a course in pharmacy chemistry. There was one called women's leadership that was sort of debate and uh, public policy and that kind of thing. So the courses were definitely academic and they complemented what the kids were learning in school. It's interesting because, you know, John uh, Fensterwald just wrote about how many districts hadn't spent many of their funds on learning loss just yet. And it seemed like partially because districts couldn't figure out how to spend it, like they couldn't find the people to, to hire to be tutors, for example. And so it's just interesting to me that there's maybe some of the more of those learning loss funds will be spent over the summer. Yeah, it makes sense. It's kind of a good solution to a problem that a lot of districts, including Lodi, have faced, which is they have the money, but they can't find the people. They can't find the tutors or the teachers to come in and provide this supplemental education. Um, The thing about these college camps is that they are expensive and they're available. A lot of colleges offer these. But they're usually just kind of for affluent kids. You know, this thing at University of Pacific costs $3,300 per kid, um, which is out of reach for most families. So Lodi just descended to kind of splurge and just, you know, do this for as many kids as they possibly could. For these kids, spending time on a college campus can help spark interest in going to college. For Clara Brianza Larson, she got a better idea of what she wants to do later in life. I would like to be like somewhere in the film industry and us learning about like how to make movies too, Um, like in film editing, sound editing, that was all really cool. So that did help with like where, what I want to do like when I'm older. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools, a production of EdSource. You can read Carolyn's story at edsource.org. Our producer is Kobe McDonald. Special thanks to our guests, Clara Branza Larson, Mariah Wary, and Carolyn Jones. And to our director, Anne Vasquez. Our theme music is from Blue Dot Sessions. This episode was brought to you by the William and Flora Hewlett Foundation. I'm Zadie Stavely. Join me next week and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. 